Hi, I'm Simon Freethy, and welcome to Testing Tracks from Cyrus. On each podcast, I'll share with you some of the tracks we use to evaluate products during our development process. But whilst we can measure all sorts of performance parameters on the test bench, how the product plays music in the real world is the acid test. As well as being great pieces of music, to ensure that the enjoyment factor is still shining through, each track has a particular trait that acts as a good test on a certain aspect of the system's performance. Each week I'll be joined by a special guest and each of us will pick three tracks. For rights reasons, the podcast can only contain small clips of the music, but links to the tracks from all major streaming services can be found on the info section of the podcast or on the website. So in this episode, I am reaching out across the Atlantic and my guest this week is Jeff Wells, who runs Nation Imports, which is our Cyrus's distributor in Canada. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you, Simon. It's great to be here. So you've uh, just popped over for the Bristol Hi-Fi show and you've taken some time out uh, to come and see us. That's very, very good of you. Thank you very much for that. Thanks very much for having me. Um, and... Do you want to give the listeners a quick summary of your hi-fi history and credentials? Well, I started in the industry back in the 80s as a salesperson on the floor. I've had brief stints in the radio business, so I've come in and out of the hi-fi industry uh, over the last three decades. Um, You don't look that old, Jeff. Thank you. (laughs) I... um, uh, did a stint as a store owner, of course, and then we went on to a franchise business. So we've I've been through various sides of the industry, and uh, we we opened our distribution company in Canada in 2011, and so this is where we've been for the last nine years. It's been an interesting ride. Yeah, great. Well, uh, thank you very much for coming along. And and I notice from your uh, listing of tracks that you've kind of brought North America to us, which is great because you've chosen two Canadian artists and a U.S. blues artists for your track. So I'm really looking forward to hearing those because I mean, the, the whole point of this podcast is to expand our test track horizon. So so that's really, really great. So once again, we're in the uh, Cyrus demonstration room here at headquarters. Um, we're going to be listening to these tracks on our DAC XP with the PSXR attached, a couple of Mono X300s and... We've had a few sets of speakers through here over the last few weeks, but we're now back on our reference Martin Designs, which is one we've had, oh gosh, sitting in this room for about 10 years. So they act as a really good reference for this. You won't have heard them before, so we're really interested to get your view on those as well. Looking forward to it. Cool. Excellent. Right. Jeff, would you like to kick off proceedings? Shall we kick off with one of your your tracks? Sure, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I th- which one are you going to go with first? Uh, I think we've picked uh, Dominic Filame. Is that correct? Yeah. So, um, uh, she's a Montreal artist. Um, I've come across her at hi-fi shows, actually. This is where I heard her for the first time. I think what I like about this is it's, um, it's a, it's a more, she's a more modern artist. Uh, it's just been the last few years since she's come to my attention. The recording quality is superb, and we see a lot of recordings that are highly compressed. They've done a phenomenal job in the recording studio yeah. to record these. There's lots of depth. I love the music. 
um, and uh, the musicianship. So, um, uh, so uh, without further ado. Well, what do you when you listen to this on your system? Are there particular elements of the track that you're trying to pull out, which which you use as reference points for for the quality of the system you're listening on? Sure, I think I think when I'm listening to music, one of the things that I look for is a more I. I say holographic experience. I'm looking for a 3D experience. I want, I want to be able to hear the placements of the of the musicians in the room. I, I want the vocals uh, to be in the center wherever the artist is standing, and you want some depth. I think that's what distinguishes uh, hi-fi from yeah. a lot of the other stuff that we hear today. And there's some quite interesting. Uh, dynamics on this track there's some quite interesting mix mix of instruments in here I thought yeah agreed I think there's many layers of, of to to a lot of her different recordings and so there's some impact to it and there's some emotion to it which is what we're trying to relay in hi-fi equipment yeah. and I think this does it very well okay excellent right let's just press play and crack on with the first track makes you change your ways with me See, I cannot deny it Everything you do is blindsiding me Someone pull the trigger So, Jeff, what do you think? It sounds great. And one of the things I think that distinguishes a great recording and a great system is the dynamics. You know, this is one of the things with music is there's an ebb and flow to it. And when we have tracks like that, you can really, uh, uh, it sets apart uh, a quality hi-fi system from a lot of the other things that yeah, we listen thought, to these days. It's interesting. I thought the, I mean, I had a quick sneak preview because you, you, you did <laughs> email right. me over the tracks you were going to use. Uh, and I had a quick sneak preview at home, but uh, I haven't got at home quite the system we've got here. Right. And the, uh, the, the soundstage on this is, is amazing, isn't it? Really? It and is. There's lots of. Yeah, the the separation of, of the vocal and she's really nicely sort of placed in the middle and I love the that dynamic attack that comes through because again that's not easy on some systems to get that sudden change and shift in dynamics I agree and I think when we see musicians live quite often we're there for the experience of course but we want to see the performer what we have a, an opportunity with hi-fi I think in some cases is to elevate these recordings in our own living room and so we want to recreate that experience but maybe even enhance that experience and good equipment will do that yeah cool great now i really enjoyed that track thank great. you and i've not heard of her before so dominique feels how do you say amy how do you feel amy feel amy okay so yeah it's got a hyphen but it's all all one word great no she she's really nice and i'll certainly look up more of her great more of her stuff great okay so moving on now i haven't told you what my tracks are um, and I am sticking with the American theme, but this is a Beyonce track. Interesting. So uh, it's not a regular at Hi-Fi shows, but I have to say anyone who hasn't heard the, her 2016 Lemonade album ought to listen to it because it is really quite a remarkable piece of musicianship, I think, or, or creativity. I can highly recommend it. I mean, there are lots of tracks on the album that are real um, bass extension testers sure so, which is an interesting one because that is her style and genre uh, but there is also some really nice uh some very emotive vocal on some of the tracks i mean she's got a fantastic vocal range and she's really good at, at projecting some of that emotional energy 
the track I have chosen, though, is one called Daddy's Lessons. Uh, there are a couple of elements why I like this particular one. Um, it opens, actually, with a New Orleans jazz band. So you've got this, this jazz. And I always found jazz quite a difficult test of a half-hour system because you can... It's difficult to reproduce that energy and richness sometimes without straying into those harsher elements. So a good multi-piece brass test, and especially here where you've got different instruments playing, so I really like to listen out for where those instruments are. Can I hear those different uh, brass instruments really coming through? Well, that's always nice when we actually hear instruments <laughs> yeah, these yeah, days, yeah, isn't exactly. it? Yeah, exactly. Right. So, so that's a good test. Uh, then the bass drops in. It's not a complicated bass line and it's not one of the deepest on this album. But it's an interesting test because you've got it has a really nice vibration quality to it. So can you hear the the vibrato on those bass strings? And it's got a really sharp stop and start to these notes. So again, that's the other thing that I tend to, to listen for and Great. see if the system can reveal them well. So let's see how this system copes. was most unexpected <laughs> excellent i love that i love it when i get that reaction have you heard that you not heard it before the track i haven't actually yeah I, i've heard i've heard I'm a, I'm a track person like a lot of people i don't listen to albums quite as much as i should and i've not heard that track it's it's it was fun it's yeah. great yeah 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 it's nice to hear the instruments at the beginning the bass track's a little hot but that's yeah. typical of those recordings yeah. and it makes it fun it brings yeah. some energy to it it's yeah. that was really a great track loved it and what what i liked about what you can really hear on this system is you know her vocal is still got all that emotional power coming through there's quite it, it's now quite deep in the mix because you've got all this kind of bass note going on there's these other right. vocals right. And you've got this guitar and a, these other background noises going on but with all that distraction that emotional power is still still coming through sure and this is the layers we were talking about earlier where you can actually hear the musicians in the background behind her voice which yeah. is up front and center it's yeah. this is this is the magic that we're looking for right yeah, yeah cool. great well i'm really glad you enjoy that great track fantastic fantastic okay now on to your uh next choice uh this is another canadian is it yes it is yeah bruce coburn okay so he's iconic, really, in Canada. I was eating I hadn't heard of him before. Apologies <laughs> for that. I need to do my research a bit better. Well, we have a lot of artists, I think, like like many countries, that, that are big within their own country, and they don't tend to break out. Certainly, they tour around the world, and they do their concerts, and they have their followings. But Bruce Coburn is a is a stalwart in Canada, and uh, he's, he's known a lot for his acoustic work, but he certainly can rock and roll, too. And... Um, I like the attention to detail that they've put into the recordings. I, I love when the musicians musician spend a little more time on the production side of things, and it, it, it just makes the music, it seems more crafted, um, which is when you're producing an art, uh, you want to yeah, yeah. polish it. And yeah. um, so I really love the way that these songs have been, been put together. The lyrics are brilliant, and uh, he's a bit of a protester. Uh, okay. So... Um, 
so in his own way, uh, he, he, he always tells a story in his songs, and uh, so we love him back home. Okay. And this particular track, is there anything in here that you're that, that, that distinguishes the a poor and a good system for you? What are you what are the key triggers you're listening for? So there's dynamics in this one and the vocal I find to be very rich. It's it's centered in the middle. Um, it, it has a, an acoustic beginning and then when the bass track comes in, there's lots of dynamics to this song. Um, so again, we're going back to that holographic experience. In this recording, it sounds like Bruce is sitting right in our living room. Okay, excellent. Right, let me let me pull this one up. I've proven who I am so many times The magnetic strips worn thin And each time I was someone else I, I, re I really like that. I really like. I really like. It's it's another. Um, you know, we talked about the the Beyonce being a bass test. Right. This is a, a bass test, but of a completely different type, isn't it? it? Is because there's that's that's real kind of you know musicianship going yes. on there. Yeah. And trying to follow those notes is. Yeah, and I think the bass line comes underneath the vocals, so it's oh, it's a very simple vocal, composition. Vocals are sublime. I thought. <laughs> I thought on here and and the way. I mean, I, I'm a big vocal fan. I always use vocals as a real uh, benchmark of what a system is doing because we all, you know, we know what voices are supposed to sound like. Sure. There's no, there's no jiggery pokery with 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 a singer. You know. Well, this is an evolutionary thing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's important that we understand and hear voices. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stop! Don't cross the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, vocals have to be accurate, and that's really the key component of great electronics and a speaker. We need to be able to distinguish that from sort of something yeah. that's more synthesized. Yeah. So, yeah, and I thought his tone there is 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 beautiful, isn't it? Good. And it's really really. Yeah, it comes over really clearly. So yeah, nice. Tickle really pink nice to introduce Bruce to you. It's a, <laughs> it's a great artist. And and you're I mean you, I mean you've not heard this particular system before. I've not. It, how's it comparing to some of the other stuff that you've? Yeah, you've... it's it's. I think that um, these these systems all are. We always make a comparison to wine. You know, many of them have different flavors, yeah. and yeah. some of them do things better than others. Yeah. But this is a great system, and and when you can record, uh, play a hot track like Beyonce on it, still sounds great. Yeah. It's not bright. The soundstage is there. It's full sound, beautiful, lovely system. Yeah, yeah, no, great. So it's it's the soundstaging I think that that seems to be your your tracks are particularly enabling that element to, to come through. So yeah, it's far. true. I do I do like the big <laughs> yeah. wide soundstage. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Now I'm gonna um, I'm gonna switch track switch genres a bit because i've now got a classical oh piece for you interesting uh it's it's a vivaldi four seasons piece which has probably it. been done to death at various hi-fi shows but uh this is um conducted by trevor pinnock who as a conductor he, he is the standard setter in my view for vivaldi he likes to use instruments that are as similar as possible to those in the period so whilst obviously we're not trying to use instruments that were made in 1723 which is when Vivaldi wrote Four Seasons but we're using ones that are made using similar techniques so that the sound is is as appropriate or as authentic as possible so what you tend to find I mean this is a 1982 recording done by the English Concert Orchestra uh, and it's one of my two favourite 
Vivaldi recordings. There's another one I've got with a guy who actually mucks about with it a bit. But that's a, that's did he have a mohawk? <laughs> I think I think I know who you're talking yeah, about. Just... That's the one I'm more familiar uh, with, actually. Yeah, 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 possibly, possibly. But this one, <laughs> this one. I mean, the instruments are not as rich as more modern versions because they're more period. But as a result of that, they are. They, in my view, they're much more agile. So you get a kind of you you really get a sense of the the attack and speed and and variation of pace uh, of the of these um, these pieces, which I think is fantastic. And you get that through this through the whole album, really. But I've picked the third movement of the summer concerto, which has got all those really nice fast paced right. bits in, because it's a really good test of how agile the system is. I mean, the quartet is really moving on a pace and for me this is a really kind of good test of timing for a system are you getting that sense of rhythm are you kind of are the notes actually coming through where you're feeling that they're due to be there you know is it absolutely on point um is the kind of the, what, what i really listen for in this track and there's a really interesting the harpsichord is in the background and because of the harpsichord is using it sounds almost a bit like a guitar strumming and it's a really interesting tone and again trying to pick that out is is quite interesting great i look forward to it so have a listen <laughs> I was actually introduced to Four Seasons via Nigel Kennedy. Right, okay. Yeah, quite different <laughs> style. It is a very different style. And, and what's nice about this is uh, we, we spoke earlier about placement, I think. And what's nice is when you're listening to a classical piece like this, you can hear the, the dynamics of acoustics, not amplification. And so um, uh, you can hear the placement of, of the various artists and uh, the timing of it. It's very nice. Great, great, great composition, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really like it. And that, that's, the, it's the, it's the, every time I listen to it, I hear the harpsichord doing something slightly different. And you've got these, there's little bits of silence as well in that track. And it's, I, I love being able to listen to, you know, the silence isn't really science because you're hearing the de de decay of the notes uh, previously and how those are working. So, that bit seems to work quite well. I used to sit in music class many years ago, more than I care to say, and one of the exercises that we used to play, would they, they would play recordings, and then we needed to pick the individual instruments. Yeah. And the harpsichord is very easy to hear yes. in that track. Yeah. 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 So it, it's not hard to identify. I bet you wish you'd had a decent hi-fi system at those, oh, those boy, music lessons. Oh, boy, can you lessons. imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Life would have been a lot easier. It would have been a lot easier. <laughs> Fantastic. Good. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed that. And again, uh, yeah, slightly uh, different to the other stuff. But um, now, your last track. Yes. Uh, again, I, I've had a sneak, real revelation. Introduce it. So the artist is Lightning Hopkins. And, you know, I think there's a lot of discussion about MQA these days and high resolution recordings and, and, and digital boards in the recording studio versus analog boards. And so I purposely picked a track from the 60s. Yeah, um, amazing. That was recorded by a blues artist in the US. It was just done in a simple studio with a few microphones. And I think it emphasizes that 
you know, garbage in, garbage out. Um, the, the real work needs to be done in the studio first. And if it, that's done properly, then we can take it the next uh, uh, bit. But um, um, this is an exceptional recording without all the technical advantages that we have today. And um, I don't know of another track, actually, that has the kind of depth and separation and soundstage that this does. So, um, yeah, so I think... Uh, it's an interesting track to play on a, on a hi-fi system. Yeah, and no, that is great. When I left my home this morning You know I left my little baby crying So... When did you say that track was recorded? It was in the 60s. I mean, you listen to that and you... That could have been done yesterday, couldn't it? And just the, 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 the quality of the of, of the, the mics and everything. That's yeah, I used. think there's a, a little bit of background noise, which yeah. kind of is a giveaway. But yeah. it, it is absolutely a stunning recording. Yeah. And it shows what's possible. Yeah, no, it's amazing. And I love the... Again, there's a lot of emotional... Uh, quality in in the voice which is really being brought out by the fact that you've got this great separation right uh, and he's sitting there you know very much right in the middle sure and it's not hard to see where everybody's sitting on yeah. the stage yeah. i mean it's very clearly the yeah. drummer's yeah. there and yeah so forth so yeah no really great a really interesting test and there are, aren't many i've got a couple of kind of older recordings in my repertoire which i will bring out in future episodes <laughs> of the podcast <laughs> Uh, but they're few and far between. But some sometimes you do get, you know, there's just there's this exceptional performance or recording technique that that's been done in in, in the sixties. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Great. Really love that. Really love that. That's fantastic. Now, for my last track, because I I knew that you were playing a blues track, I thought, okay, I'm I'm also going to pick a, a bluesy number. Lovely. But instead of being guitar led, this is piano led. This is done by a chap called uh, Pine Top Perkins, hmm. uh, who sadly is no longer with us. Uh, this is from an album called Sweet Black Angel. The track's called Lend Me Your Love. It was recorded in 1996 when he was already 93 years. No, wow. 80, 83. He was already 83 years okay. old at that stage. Uh, and you can hear it in his voice. I mean, there are a number of things I like about this track. Firstly, it's a piano blues piece and on a good system that the piano has real attack and real definition. You can really hear those leading edge of those of those notes. And while he does muck about a bit with the rhythm, because he's a blues artist and you're allowed to do that kind of thing. Sure. Uh, you know, all the notes are remaining separate and you can really hear hear what he's doing. The second thing is I really love the vocal. He's 83 years old. It's full of that gravelly character that comes through. And some of his words are a little bit mumbled. But again, on a good system, you can actually pick out the lyrics. So that's another <laughs> good, a little good test. And then there's this, there's this acoustic guitar accompaniment in the background. And again, how well that is detailed, yet being at the back of the mix, again, is, I think is another good good test so great i look forward things, to it those are the things that i think we should look at let's go now lend me your love 
Baby, please lend me your love Now do you hear me keep on pleading Darling, dance like Nora's dove That's a great example of, um, of, of recording the old way. You know, today they break everybody up into different rooms yeah, and they fly yeah. them in yeah. at different <laughs> times. And I'm not sure if anybody even sees each other anymore, but it's clear they were all in the same room. You yeah. can hear the room yeah. in that recording, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, you can hear that in, in some of the Beatles tracks and some of the old Rolling Stones songs where you can hear actually physically hear the room and it puts you right there doesn't it yeah yeah, yeah. No, great recording yeah i love that i love that and i love you know i wouldn't be able to play piano like that <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible i just love the way he mucks about with everything and just drives it all all through and and because you've got the detail of all those leading edge of the notes that's what really kind of brings that whole track alive agreed uh, for me you know agreed. i think on a and i have heard it on poor assistance and it's just you know f half the track that it is on a decent yeah, a decent system. Sure, and it brings some life to it when they start banging on the keys yeah. up in the up, yeah. upper octaves. Fun. Yeah, that's a great yeah. song. Cool, great, Jeff. Thank you very much. Really glad you enjoyed that. Thank you very much also for bringing your North American flavour <laughs> to proceedings. Really, really enjoyed that. And um, thank you very much for listening. As I said, if you're interested in any of those tracks, you'll find the details at the uh, bottom of the podcast or on the Cyrus website. See you again next time.